Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. In this episode, we're going to go into the subject of considering how mindful total somatic movement influences your nervous system. So this is when, please indulge me, because it's going to be a bit of a geek fest in places. We're going to discover and, and delve into the amazing area of neuroscience. But I promise we will keep it at a level that's going to be easy to, to listen to and also how you can apply that within your personal practice of total somatic movement. So I received some wonderful emails and direct messages and in different forms of communication. I get lots of feedback from listeners of my podcasts and members within the Total Somatic membership quite often. And I love hearing from them because what I do hear from many of them is how they're starting to notice shifts and changes between their brain and body, how we're starting to connect and bring everything to work harmoniously together. And so this is why in today's episode, I'd like us to, to consider a specific area and it's called the limbic system. Now, the limbic system is the part of the brain involved with behavioral and emotional responses. And it's involved with survival such as feeding, reproducing, caring, and also the well-known one that we often refer to, which is the fight or flight stress response. And you can hear about that many times within my podcasts and also within the Total Somatic Membership. Now, the limbic system is buried deep within your brain and it sits underneath your cerebral cortex and it's just above your brainstem. So today I'm going to discuss a few areas which are involved with the actions of your limbic system and also notice how they can help with your total somatic movement practice. Now, the more that I've learned over the years about the brain and continue to because, you know, neuroscience is an area that continues to mushroom in research and discovery. It's absolutely amazing. And also watching how individuals, how their brain shifts and changes with their total somatic practice. All I can say is that our brains are truly amazing. And today I'm going to give you an insight into some of the areas of the brain which are affected by your total somatic movement practice. You see, we are, our brains are malleable and they're thirsty to learn new information and trends and movement and sensation all of the time. And so let us consider first of all the subject of movement and learning because in total somatics that's a huge area for us. So let us consider what's going on in your amazing brain while you're learning total somatic movement. So within this area there's a portion of your brain known as the basal ganglia. Now it's an area that's very important to total somatic movement because it's associated with voluntary or conscious motor movements. And this is where we hear of things such as procedural learning, habit formation, eye movements, and the process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thoughts, experiences, and also senses. And so this area is also heavily influenced by emotion. 
Now, the basal ganglia receives input from your cortex and provides output back to the motor areas of the cortex via the thalamus. Now, the basal ganglia helps to initiate and stop movements of, your, of the body, basically. And it's within this area that we can suppress unwanted movements and we can regulate muscle tone. As a clinical somatic educator, I'm also mindful of how this area works when I'm working with clients either in person or within my membership program. And it's really important because my cues, my manner of speech, my tone, it's all really important when we consider how we educate people. And this is the part of the brain that's very much receptive to that. Now, another area that we're going to consider is your mood and memory. Now, within your limbic system, there's an area that helps with mood regulation and it also dictates how we respond to stimuli. And it's crucial for us to decide how to move in order to react appropriately to external events or objects. And the rear portion of this area is involved with your autobiographical memory. So at times, a person may say to me that they have an emotional release during their movement session. And this area will often be involved because it combines the response of stored emotional trauma that's held within their soma with a personal history or recollection of events. And so bearing this in mind, as a clinical somatic educator, I always work slowly and mindfully with people so that they can notice the changes in their emotional, mental, physical and energetic health. Now, there's another part within your brain called the thalamus. And this is really interesting because this area is made up of grey matter, which allows your brain to process the input from sensory organs. It's really the final site for messages from your sense organs. And those sense organs are your eyes, your ears, your tongue receptors that are also found within your skin. You see, your skin is a huge organ. We get a lot of information from the sensory organs or the sensory receptors within our skin. So once the relevant nerves have relayed their message to the thalamus, it transmits this information to various areas within your cerebral cortex. So eye movement sequences will influence activity in this area. And when a client starts to move their eyes in different directions, they realize how much they can truly allow their eyes to travel. Stress, anxiety and trauma can create this frozen in time appearance with a person's eyes. And what it starts to do is create something that we refer to in somatics as sensory motor amnesia. So when eye movements are incorporated into somatic movement practice, it creates additional changes to how our brain to body connection operates. You see, hypervigilance is really common to see with people that have suffered with trauma and their nervous system is on high alert all of the time, which, as you can imagine, is really exhausting for them. So signs of hypervigilance within their eyes are when you see their eyes continuing to dart around the room. They're resembling basically that hypervigilance or that fight or flight stress response, expecting imminent danger. So not only do their eyes dart around, but their pupils dilate and then their peripheral vision is pronounced. So when I teach total somatic eye movements, I encourage clients to allow this gentle, slow, small movement of their eye muscles act as a circuit breaker to the stress response loop that's going on in their body. 
And it becomes a practice that reassures the person that if the movement is being performed slowly, gently and with a nurturing approach, the person knows that they are safe to slow everything down. Now, I often refer to something called the 3S approach. And the 3S approach is when we practice somatics, it's not about a structured one movement fits all approach performed so many times a day. You know, it's very different to that. First of all, the 3S approaches, it's somatic. That's the first one, because somatic means it's an internalized process which is initiated and felt by you. Only you can make the changes because you are the one that can sense and feel what is happening from within. The feedback that you sense and feel from how you perform your soma scans to how you feel through the three phases of a pandiculation to how you sense and feel your soma scans throughout your practice can only be absorbed by you. And this information allows for changes to occur within your actions, behaviours, movements and posture. Now the second S is specific. When you become somatic, you become familiar with how you are from within. As your personal practice grows, you become specific. You notice certain movements and releases that work very effectively. So becoming specific and exploring these movements and how they correlate with how you feel internally before and after a particular pandiculation helps you to gain greater insight into how your internal terrain or environment feels. Finally, when you become somatic and specific, you also notice that the smaller and slower you make the movements, the more sensitive you become to your personal practice. And sensitive is the third S. Becoming sensitive would also involve allowing for full integration to happen with your somatic movements. This integration period is equally as important as the contraction and lengthening phase within your pandiculations. It allows your brain to go, ah, and completely relax. Let everything go. Due to the hypervigilance or the personality makeup that you have, you may always thrive on being busy and putting, filling lots of activities and tasks and challenges into your day. However, if you live like this, you never fully appreciate and allow your nervous system to completely relax. By becoming sensitive to experience and feel what it is like to truly relax is a deep step towards becoming somatic and giving yourself permission to stop and rest. Would you like to learn these skills so you can sense and feel what it's truly like to allow your nervous system to relax? Would you like to allow your muscles to soften, reduce pain, improve posture, increase mobility and develop mindfulness skills to complement you on a daily basis? Well, allow me to teach you how to create total somatic movement, mindset, mindfulness and lifestyle changes so that you can improve your understanding of your internal environment and how you can facilitate your health and wellness back to a level which will support your life and all the passions and interests that you want to pursue. If you'd like to learn more, go to totalsomatics.com and I will look forward to teaching you all these skills within the Total Somatics membership. Until next time, take care. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, 
Take care. <laughs>